Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Early Morning Barking Podcast, talking about BPD and MPD by somebody that has both. I'm your host, Rich, and I have BPD and MPD. That's why I'm talking about it. You've come across this before, I would imagine. Anyway, we're talking today about the uh, topic of MPD and its arrogant and haughty behavior, which is not, you'll never hear the word haughty anywhere else. I didn't put my phone on silent before we started. Sorry, never mind. Um, you'll never hear the word haughty anywhere else. Because why, why would you? That that word is gone. I'm surprised it's still a thing. Um, what we're actually talking about. This is, this is that feeling of superiority. Arrogant and haughty behavior. I'm better than you. I'm awesome. I'm amazing. This is a very grandiose uh, marker of MPD. And one, one I had in bucket loads and still do this this is all about right this breaks down into so many different areas of life of just feeling superior to people you know i had a list of people i just felt better than like i was superior to them and this involved all kinds of people like i was ranking people based on their job like i was anyone to have an opinion on somebody's job Right. If you're if you're there was a time I, I remember saying, like, if you if your job comes with like a name badge. Then it's you just shit. What a horrible, horrible attitude to have and what a horrible outlook on the world to have. I'm I'm physically disgusted by that, but I remember thinking it. I was this was a long time ago, I'm not defending it. It was it was foul. It was horrible. This took therapy. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Hierarchy of life. I'm above you. I'm better than you so I can look down on you. And of course we do that with MPD. Because constantly we feel like we're at the bottom. Like the whole world is above us and we are at the bottom of the pile. So we mask this with this arrogant and d- disgusting behavior where we start to feel above other people and, and like we're better than them somehow. And this permeates through everything that we do. It becomes quite a thing. Arrogant and haughty behavior. And you know what? It, it, it stops you doing things too. Because things are beneath you, Right? I'm not doing that. That's for children. That's for stupid people. That's for idiots. And it precludes you from things. Things that you've arbitrarily decided are beneath you. Because, of course, nothing is. There's there's no such thing. You know, there's things you like, you, there's things you don't like. But something being beneath you, that's, that's, that's a lot. Personally, I'm still a fan of holding on to a little bit of that. But that might just be my twisted personality. You know, of course, this extends to people, right? There, there was a time when I sort of thought, you know, if you're not the kind of person who's been to university at least, can we can we really get on? Have we really got anything to say to each other? What a... Honestly, it's disgusting. And again, who am I? Some fucking academic genius who went to university and did three, count them, three different courses and failed all of them. And I've got the nerve to judge and criticize other people 
Oh my god, what a crock of shit. What an what absolute rubbish. I'm angry at myself for, for knowing that I thought that. But this is what we're talking about. It's still why I'm having trouble with the concept of working for other people. Of doing thing, doing a job for other people because they're beneath me, right? Because I'm I'm so arrogant still that whatever job that is, I'm beneath it. Oh, sorry, it's beneath me. <laughs> got that one big wrong. And that, I got it big wrong. I clever. I'm I good to judge others. Oh dear God, I get things big wrong. But you see my point. I'm no one who should be judging anybody. I'm I'm an idiot at the best of times. Sometimes I get lucky and something re- reasonably smart comes out. But I'm 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 not as clever as you might think. I, I do a good job at sounding like I know what I'm talking about. That's that's what I do. That's where I fit in. But am I that clever? I don't know. But I like to believe that I am. I like to believe that I'm better because it feels so much better than not believing that I'm better. Or worse still, I'm like everybody else. That's that's a big fear. Why would I like to be like anybody else? Why do I want to do that? No, it's it's better to have that arrogance. And it's such a big thing. I mean, this is why it's a marker, right? It's a marker. Of course we do it. It's I'm the best. I And this, ex, look, this extends to content creators saying I'm the best narcissist. Which I have both said and heard others say. So that's a thing. And it becomes one of those, do we mean it? No, we're joking, but we mean it kind of thing because it's there it's such a big thing do you know how much it hurts me to say the words i'm not the best at something like though do you know what it reminds me of like a couple of years ago when i was going through a breakup and i was physically having trouble saying the words you know that we'd broken up that we we aren't together anymore all of that the the words wouldn't come out it made it seem too real it was so upsetting and distressing at the time and admitting not being the best produces the same response in me I don't want to say it. I can't say it. It's hard to get those words to come out of me. And I know it's not true. I know I'm not the best at stuff. Maybe there is something I'm the best at. I don't I don't know what it is. But it's it's nothing obvious, I'll tell you that. Right? And it's definitely nothing sporting. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Right? But do I can I go through life thinking I'm I'm not I've got no hope at being the best at something. Do you know what? Maybe I'm only not the best at something because I choose not to. Oh, there it is. There's the arrogant and haughty behavior right there. Gosh, I hate all of this. I've not figured out a way around this, by the way. Yeah, I still have it. I just try not to respond to it. And there are things I've done, right? I feel like I've, I mean, certainly my outlook on other people, what I expect from them, what I expect of them, um, 
you know, I certainly wouldn't have the attitude if you've not been to university. We can't be friends. What a moronic thing to think. I can't remember how old I was when I was of that. I was probably still at uni. I would imagine. But what a twat. No, that lasted, that lasted a while, you know. That lasted a while. And it's... It's just like having contempt for those you feel are beneath you. You have to feel like someone is beneath you so that you can feel like you're above someone, right? You know, if, we, if we're not all on a playing field, a level field, then I want to be above someone. And in order to be above someone, someone needs to be beneath me. So we come up with these arbitrary made-up things to identify maybe based on your work maybe based on how you look maybe based on how much money you make or the the attractiveness of your partner or god knows what maybe the car you drive some something of status something where we think we can be above you that kind of thing and you know i i struggle to find re areas where i'm reasonably above anyone like, where I could point to something and say, oh, you're, I'm doing better than them. Like, you know, everyone has more money than me. I, my work, what, it's this? I earn nothing. I'm, I'm in real financial trouble. There's, uh, you know, I, I didn't finish university. I don't have great academic qualifications. I've never made much money. My car is about to fall apart. And, you know, what, what, where am I on that? Who am I to judge anyone? Nowhere. I'm the struggling narcissist. The truth is, very few of us are doing well. Very few of us are happy and content and achieving. We're all struggling along because we're caught up in this bullshit of this arrogant, unhaughty behavior. And it destroys us. It, it's, it wastes time. It makes us think we're better than we are. It, it keeps us in place. And where we are in reality is very bad. So we stay stuck here until we lash out and then go back to being stuck here because lashing out doesn't make any money. So there you go. On that note, I will tell you that part two of my Living with BPD course, which is all about self-care, is now available. This is my higher uh, Patreon slash YouTube subscriber tier, which is available. On YouTube, it's called the Barclay uh, Package. On uh, patreon.com slash early morning barking it's the uh, living with bpd course these are much longer form videos that they you know closer to the hour long mark uh and it's the course i'm putting together on uh sort of the more post-therapy living with bpd uh reframing thinking living your life getting on with things becoming the person you want to be that kind of thing uh, part one is about working on that self-image and becoming, you know, defining the kind of person you want to be. Part two is all about self-care and the many forms that that comes in, how we have to look at us, after ourselves and reframe thinking with things. And we're moving on from there. So go and sign up to that. It's very useful. It's very good. And we'll help you do that. And if you want some sort of coaching going through that as well, there are now one-to-one -one sessions available. You can book these at earlymorningbarking.com. If you look before, uh, I have dramatically reduced the price in them 
uh, having come, I did, I set the price originally, having done no comparison to what everybody else was doing. Uh, and now I've done that. I think that they might be worth going back and having a look. So you'll find links to all of these things at earlymorningbarking.com. Okay, then. Thank you very much for listening. Go and check out my YouTube channel. This video is there. I'll link it in the description. And uh, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.